It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, You'll Have to Forgive Me. And our scripture reference today is taken from Colossians 4, verses 2 through 5. As always, may the Lord add His blessing to the reading and hearing of His Holy Word. Forgive me. This is one topic I am most passionate about. If it comes across as if I'm being ornery, please know that is not my intention. I'm just convinced we have a lifeline we let float right past us. Prayer. Ask people in church if they pray, most will say they do. I believe them. They pray for their family, friends, and church. Some pray for their pastor, too. Those are all things to be kept constantly in the prayers of every believer. So, maybe the better question to ask about prayer is, if you're devoted to it. I think we can see Jesus was devoted to prayer. The way he taught the disciples to pray mirrored his devotion. You can see how the disciples continue with his example. After seeing Jesus resurrected, they waited in prayer. Once the Holy Spirit came upon them as they set out into all the world, Acts 2.42 says they and the new church devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Devoted jumped out at me and I couldn't ignore it. I prayed and mulled over that passage for more than a year. That is a theme that gets repeated. We also find it in Colossians 4. Verse 2 says to devote yourselves to prayer, keeping alert in it with thanksgiving. It's my observation that the church today, by and large, isn't devoted to prayer. Yes, we pray, but we're not devoted to it. I say that only because I'm looking at the same fruit of ministry you see. Now, I'm not sure we can say that non-devoted prayer actually bears fruit. It has consequences, but not the fruit Christ expects from his church. Don't believe me? Once, when I was new to pastoral ministry, an older saint offered me this nugget of church ministry wisdom. Be ready for the barbecues to be full and the prayer meetings to be empty. Was he right? Of course he was. Cancel the church barbecue are fighting words. On the other hand, no one even notices when I cancel a prayer meeting. As individuals, there are a lot of things that cloud our devotion to God. The same is true for us as the church, too. We can easily get caught in the trap of doing things we've made important to ourselves. We'll say we're doing it for God's glory, but God has repeatedly said he prefers obedience and devotion over anything else. My encouragement, then, is to follow the wisdom of Scripture. Don't just pray. Learn to be devoted to prayer. Here are a few ways to do that. First, understand that a 15-minute prayer can be just as faithful as a two-hour prayer. Learning to pray more doesn't necessarily mean more time. Now, don't use that as an excuse to not pray for longer times. Just understand that learning to pray more is also about expanding who and what you pray for, even how you pray. Pray for those people who annoy you. 
Pray for those you're at odds with. Pray for the grumpy neighbor and the cashier who made you wait in line for five minutes. He was the only one working that day. Pray for wisdom, godly wisdom. I also strongly encourage you to pray specifically. Instead of just praying for the sick, pray for sister so-and-so who is dealing with her particular problem. Call it out. Think about what that must be like for her and what prayer she is lifting to God. Look for prayer excuses. If you pass a school on your way to work, pray for the teachers, administration, staff, and students. If you see a sign about a lost cat, pray for families who have lost loved ones. This is the one thing that taught me most to pray without ceasing. Pray with silence. Pray in silence. And pray with passion. Finally, pray to forgive this pastor who gets wound up when he talks about the church's prayer life. Stay blessed.